And today I'm very pleased to let you know that six months after I actually said it, today's press is carrying an article which highlights what I've been saying, and that is that the rate of increases of interest rates have far outstripped the rate of decline on prices. Think about what I just said. For every interest rate rise of 0.5%, you're given 5% less to borrow. So 1% increase in rates is 10% decrease in borrowing capacity. And that's why, my friends, right at the moment, we have got a 25% decrease in borrowing capacity of buyers. So a buyer that used to have a million to spend has got 750, right? Do you get that? A buyer that had 2 million to spend has now got a budget of 1.5. And think about it. A $2 million house hasn't got down to 1.5 million. So that buyer's been squeezed out. Gets worse. You're a first home buyer. Man, you might have had 700 grand to spend at the start of this year, you now, they had a case study there, of 550. So that means if you're a buyer and you're worrying and you're banking that property prices are gonna drop, that's gonna make it more affordable for you, unfortunately, when you do the numbers, when you do the data, you're actually finding out the cost of money is growing than the decline in prices. So the biggest problem for first-time buyers is not the price of the property. It's the fact that the bank's not giving them money that they used to give them. I really didn't expect to have a lot of auctions today being the long weekend here in New South Wales, grand final weekend. But yeah, it was a full day of auctions. And um, the final result was four out of eight that's 50 percent and uh, as i've been harping on over the last few weeks i believe that we are close to the bottom if not the bottom and i know that we're going to have a lot of people that are going to say that time there's more rate rises coming and etc and there's inflation and there's a recession I hear all of that. I get it. I understand. Hey, Maddie Carpenter, I'm going to see you tomorrow night, I believe, Maddie Carpenter. I'm going to roast a lot of real estate agents at Tesla's wedding. <coughs> I won't roast you, but I'm emceeing it. But I've been saying it. I think we're at the bottom. And it was refor- reported today in the press, the data from the data companies are showing that the decline has totally slowed down in the last month or two. So if you've been waiting to actually get yourself a good buy because you've been pissed off that you've missed out or that you were outpriced out of the market, well, I've got to tell you, here's your chance. Get in, get in between now and Christmas. I'm pretty certain the government's going to be pretty positive in December. They don't want people to be paranoid and scared. They want them to go out to the shops, have a good retail Christmas. They want life to, you know, have some sort of normality and not have people petrified. 
And I've got to say to you, vendors and buyers have accepted the marketplace. And I'm also going to say to you that, and I reported it earlier on, on a rant that I did this morning on Instagram, that while if you've got buyers that are sitting back waiting for the market to bottom, they themselves have actually been jammed. They've been actually squashed. And the reason they've been squashed is, listen to this, interest rates, every time a rate goes up by half a percent, borrowing goes down by 5%. The average borrower is down 25% of the capacity when rates started to go up. But property prices haven't dropped that much. So think about what's actually happened. If you're a buyer that had a dream of buying in a suburb, that has been taken away. Because essentially, if you had a million that you could have spent with the borrowings, that has changed to 750. If yours was 2 million, that has changed to 1.5. So if you're a buyer right now, your biggest issue is not trying to time the bottom of the market. Your biggest issue is to go buy in a suburb you prefer before the bank takes out that option and then you're forced to buy in a suburb that you don't really want to buy. And I've got to tell you, today was a great case study of a buyer who had a loan approved some time ago. They hadn't actually bought. They were happy the market's gone down, but they've just been informed that the bank has re-rated them and is not giving them the original amount and has decreased the amount by 20% on what they were going to give them. Team, 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 if you're an agent, you've got to have this narrative and dialogue to buyers because a lot of buyers at the moment are sitting their hands folded and they're saying there's nothing to lose by waiting because the market's going to bottom. Well, two things, it probably has. And number two, you won't be able to buy the home you want anymore. And there's a lot of first-home buyers that have been caught in the crash as well. They've been sinking there thinking that they're going to buy a property and then they've gone back to the bank and the bank says no and some people have lost their deposit. So team, a couple of other things that I want to cover here today and that is we know that migration and people coming to Australia, the narrative is there. We're talking about it again, and that's going to be a big driver in the next cycle of price growth. You've got to bear that in mind. The second thing I want to touch on here, my friends, is October, November, December. After this long weekend goes, after this long weekend goes, we have a home stretch of the Grand Slam period of real estate. And the Grand Slam period of real estate is super clear. You as an agent will make more of your money in October, November, December than in any other quarter. This is the quarter that you've got to be at your best. 
This is the quarter you've got to be sleeping well, you've got to be eating well, you've got to be exercising well, and then you've got to make sure that those four components to real estate you have nailed. Buyer management, seller servicing, outreaching for prospecting, and of course, the listing presentation. Now, please, for God's sake, don't ever, ever commit to a price. Commit to a price at the moment at a listing presentation. Because if you do, you're playing a mugs game. And why that is, is when you're giving vendors their feedback, you'll probably find it's going to be lower than the number you've been talking about the listing presentation. Now, I have no problems with aiming for a number because as Ben Collier says, the best dialogue you can use, if that number's out there, I'm getting it. But don't ever say to a vendor, I'm getting that number guaranteed because they'll jump at you like a snake and say, you said you'd get us this number and you're not getting it. Don't lie. Give people hope. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Let them have the opportunity of reaching an emotional heart buyer, but set it up in a way that if no one buys it emotionally, that they're going to have to realign and readjust their price to sell in this market. Anyway, team, so Sam is saying America and UK going into recession and Australia will follow next year. George is saying... Interest rates will keep going up. The government wants house prices to drop more affordability. Team, team, team. I think that a lot of you have missed the point. If you work in real estate as close to I do, in the markets that I'm operating, they've dropped 20%. And you know what I'm seeing? Smart buyers now are saying to themselves, that's good value. I'm buying that. Man, are they thinking that the market's going to keep dropping? Well, you ask every buyer that buys a house today across Australia. They've bought with a reason. And the reason is they're still seeing good value at this level based on these interest rates. Team, I'm signing off.